Hey guys, welcome back to Ray of Light TV. I'm your host, Raven Lynn, welcoming you all back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday. On today's episode, I am being co-hosted by the lovely Miss Soon-to-be Mrs. Latoya D. Jones. Let's give her a little round of applause, everyone. Yay! <laughs> um, if you are listening for the giveaway on today's episode, the prize word is battle. Latoya, how are you doing today? I'm blessed, baby. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, well, if you didn't know, today is my seventh podcast that is airing. And um, for the topic discussed and with all of the chaos, the craziness that is going on in the world today, I thought, who better to bring onto this platform to speak life into us other than Latoya? Okay, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so y'all, if you guys don't know, Latoya is the original founder of Alive on Purpose, the Him and Me movement. I know you guys have seen her all throughout Cleveland. Um, if you guys also don't know, like Latoya is living my dream life, speaking life into people, finding purpose in her everyday life. I think we as young people, teenagers, because I know that's like the area of study on my um, podcast, we can take a lot of inspiration and a lot of light out of Latoya and her works being a young woman who's out in the world getting it and doing it. So Latoya, could you talk to us a little bit about how you started? Like what made you want to go into purpose? What makes you mission minded? Like what's the driving force? Absolutely. So I, I didn't start like this. Um, it, it's not a magic wand. It didn't just fall on my lap. It didn't just happen. Um, I actually remember being in a, a very low season of my life where I had friendships that were falling apart. I had identity crises. I had trouble at work. I wasn't really in my sweet spot, so to speak. And I just remember like just being so frustrated with life and people around me also being frustrated with life. And although it wasn't like a I want to end it all type of scenario at that moment. It still was one of those situations where I needed solutions and I needed answers. I needed them fast. I was in my early 20s. And I remember stumbling across the topic of a life on purpose and really just really battling with, am I truly alive? Or am I just living? Am I existing? Am I just a zombie in a human body? And I really just leaned on that like, hey, I want to be alive. I want to be fully activated, fully in my purpose, fully, you know, happy and really doing the things that I was created to do. And so I dove into what do I like? What brings me joy? What brings me passion? And it really was just what you said, Raven. It was helping other people. And more specifically, it was helping the underdogs. You know, the people that are at the bottom of the barrel, the ones that really don't get any help, the ones that are tend to be looked over. That was my passion. So I built an organization around helping people who were thinking about suicide or people who were thinking about ending it all. And literally, I did that for 10 years. And after that, I really found success there. But more importantly, I found success in myself. Like, I found so much joy and so much peace in my gifts and my talents that I began to strengthen those. And that's how I landed on purpose. So I didn't just just magically just wake up there. I searched for it. I dug for it. And I found it. Oh, yes. I love that word that you use. I dug for it. Something that I like to say on my podcast a lot is 
the deeper you go, the more you grow. And basically, it's just trying to get people to understand that like everything we want, everything we need lies just below the surface, but we have to be willing to dig for it. We have to be willing to sow the seeds and, you know, put things down so that what we want will actually come to pass. But I feel like, and and thank you for sharing your story so much. Um, But I think that in this world that we live in for our generation, where everything is so glitzed and glamorized and everything is just just so in our hands at all times I think it takes away from the dig that people have to do because we're only seeing the final product we're only seeing what they're showing us on Instagram and it can be very discouraging to my generation to dig into anything when people are just blowing up off of just all types of crazy stuff so what advice would you give to our generation to really dig out and seek our purpose in the technological world that we live in. So I think you first have to separate what's happening on Instagram or what's happening with people and their talent, right? Mm-hmm. And what's happening in purpose. They're two different things. So everyone has talent. Even the Bible says your gifts are without repentance. Meaning he's not going to take them back just because you do what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So there are absolutely strategies and methodologies that you can do every single day and make a whole lot of money and become famous. That is, that's a given. That is available to anybody who is willing to learn the strategy, anybody who is willing to learn how to do a reel, anybody who is willing to learn how to execute that. It is available for everybody. Now, the part that people miss, though, is the sustainability in that in their sales. So just because I blow up on Instagram don't mean, doesn't mean I'm happy. Just because I blow up on Instagram doesn't mean I have joy. Just because I blow up on Instagram doesn't mean I have internal peace. I've seen the most successful people at home depressed because they've never truly figured out that thing that's on the inside of them that makes them come alive. Now, don't get me wrong. They're popular, but they're not fulfilled. And so I challenge people to go deeper in purpose so that they can figure out truly who they are so they can nail the niche market on social media, right? Because if I can figure out who exactly I am and who God has uniquely crafted me to be in my unique footprint on this earth, then I can nail the social media strategy 10 times better than the person who has no idea who they are and just doing it for a hobby. So it makes more sense to dig first and then do it with intention than to just do it and hope it's fixed to the wall. Yes. Oh, wow. That was a great answer. Um, Yeah, I love that. I love that word that you use, joy. I feel like that's something that a lot of our like teenagers, we don't know nothing about joy. We know happy. We know the things that make us feel good. Like we know good vibes. We know the things that we see, but we really don't know joy that like internal sustenance that we have to have to be successful or speak or do anything in the world and so my third question would be for you in talking about joy and talking about finding that light and talking about digging deeper into purpose how has Christ came into that for you personally and what advice would you give to other teenagers or other young people searching for that thing or searching for more or even searching for Christ unknowingly and just needing that joy and needing that fuel and needing that purpose to have your unique footprint in the world like you said Yeah, great question. I think it's because, so joy for me 
and I'll circle back to the Christ part. Joy for me came by losing everything. Mm. So growing up, my mother wow. passed away when I was 21. I was in foster care growing up. I was raised by my aunt and uncle. Um, and so I lost a lot. I don't know if my, my the audience probably doesn't know, but a year ago, I lost my adopted parents. I found them both deceased. And so I lost so much so things that you put identity in like your family or your friends or your brothers or your sisters or even your last name I didn't have those same privileges and so because I lost so much I couldn't base my happiness on the dependence of those things existing as you grow up you may lose a job you know out of just either being laid off or maybe you get fired I don't know but you may not be able to put your your, your stock in the things that fade away and because things fade away friends fade away I can't tell you how many friends I've lost in the last you know just year alone just because life and COVID and things change people's destinations and because of those things my joy my my wake up every day and feel good about myself and feel good about my life and feel good about where I'm headed could not be dependent on anything that has an opportunity to leave me Mm. which brings us back to Christ. He's the only thing that doesn't leave you. <laughs> so why not put your investment? Why not put your um, connection to the thing that would never would never fail you, to the thing that would never leave you, to the thing that would never walk away? And if you put your joy there, you have more sustainability. If you put your joy in things that are temporal, temporary, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to find yourself in that emotional roller coaster of up today, down tomorrow, up today, down tomorrow, up when it's good, down when it's bad, up when it's happy, down when it's sad. And you can't live like that. So no matter what's going on in my life, whether it's up, down, left or right, I have peace mm -hmm. because I have sustainability and the one who will never leave. Yeah. I think that groundedness is definitely something that my, I mean, I keep saying my generation, but really it's, it's everyone. Um, I think it's that groundedness. That's something that everyone is looking for. And especially now with COVID, when everything is just always so up in the air, I think it is so important that we have Christ and especially older people teaching us how to navigate Christ and engage with Christ because that groundedness is really, like you said, the only thing that will sustain us. Everything else will come and go. But, you know, like Christ will, of course, be forever. I really liked what you said about putting identity in your last name or putting identity in people. That's something that I wanted to come back to. I talked a little bit in my last podcast on this idea of story and like people finding meaning and people finding identity in story but you said that you know your story basically didn't allow you to do that because everyone would basically be coming and going what were the steps that you took into finding your identity for you who Latoya was and then how you could be somebody you know like how you are now how did you find yeah, you no yeah, so I want to make sure I, I give you kudos for that. That you're absolutely right. Your identity can be found in your story. And I still have very much of my identity from my story. But let me tell you how I did it. This is a little bit different. Okay. So I extracted from my story the things that can't be changed. Mm. Right? So uh, when I say I didn't put my identity in my last name, when my parents, my adopted parents passed away, I was actually told that I was no longer their last name. Wow. Like, you're not one of us anyway, 
right? So I had put so much value in that name. But that was never originally the name I was given at birth, right? So I went back to the roots. So I am Latoya Jones, daughter of Felicia Jones, right? And Felicia Jones is my biological mother. So that can never be changed. So I went back to the story that gave me presence on this earth, right? And I attached to that. I'm Latoya Jones, the daughter of Felicia Jones. I'm a first generation of this legacy. I am a graduate of, you know, of, of college receiving my bachelor's degree in this particular field. I am a survivor of these particular things. I am a creator of the father-daughter dance and of the live on purpose a nonprofit organization that will change the world. I am a soon-to-be mother of Logan Riley and a soon-to-be wife of Ryan Lewis, right? I am a, a homemaker. I keep a great home. I tell the story and things that no one can strip away from me. Wow. Right? So it's, not, it's less about, oh, I, wow, am, I am smart and I'm cute and I am fun. It's more so I, I am a creative. I create things that would never ch- change and take away. I am a purpose coach. I show people to find unique value in their footprint. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's finding the root of who you really are and being able to articulate that in somewhat of a mantra to yourself so that when life gets so low you can say nope 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 i am the daughter of Felicia jones i am the first generation of this family i am a change agent i am the creator etc etc because life has a way of telling us like no you're not you're not you're not smart today no 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 i am brilliant (laughs) i have the ability to change lives and sometimes you have to build that story in the root of it all and not in the pain not in what people did to you, not in the victimization. You see, I didn't say I was I, I was raped. I didn't say that. I didn't say I was a foster child. I didn't say that part of the story. I said I am a survivor right. of X, Y, and Z. So oftentimes we share the story and we put so much stock into all this other stuff when really we should put it in the things that would never change, that you can put the metal on your own neck and say this is who I am and so you're absolutely right to your point dig deeper give that story some meaning give it some value give it some up put some music behind it put on your (laughs) favorite song and dance in the mirror I am who I said I am and that's not gonna change no matter what you think about me yes I love that I feel that so many times in the world and so many especially black and brown girls we are survivors but we never get a chance to tell our story for however many reasons. Maybe we're not getting the therapy that we need, or maybe we don't have a place to talk. But I love that you said, even throughout my story and even throughout what I went to through, like I will give name and I will give life to myself by extracting the things that no one can take away from me. My story will forever be mine. It will forever make me who... I am as Latoya or who I am as Raven or whoever who is as X, Y, and Z. And I believe that that's very powerful because I feel like a lot of times we can attach shame and attach guilt and attach sadness to our name when we should really be putting joy and healing and there's more in me and there's potential and there's life. And that's why I just think you are just such a brilliant role model for young girls and especially girls my age, because you've been through the fight, like you've been through it. 
it, you didn't come from no cute story and you just got here you've been through it but you still allowed joy and light and love in and I just think that's so such a message of hope for girls who are going through it going through anxiety going through depression whatever now that they can still find hope on the other side and there's still more in them yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely Yes. Okay, great. So I'm glad we got through those first round of questions. Now I want to talk a little bit about purpose since our whole topic was supposed to be on purpose. So last week, guys, I know I haven't introduced you to this, but I was watching a SJR live stream video entitled Hopeless is Not the End. And just to bring a little backstory into this discussion, Sarah Jakes Roberts was just saying how as young black women, as black women, and especially as black people of faith, we can become discouraged and disheartened when we see events in the news surrounding Black Lives Matter. You know, we have George Floyd. We have a seven-year-old girl dying in a McDonald's parking lot and just countless other global events happening in the earth. And it can just become so easy for us to get disheartened. But what Sarah was ultimately trying to convey is that we are not powerless in these situations. And instead of tuning out of the world, tuning out of media, tuning out of it all as if we have no voice or no say or no authority, this this whole idea of authority in the world, we could actually use events like these to open up our eyes to where we need to jump in and tune in and be the actual first responders in this world. Whether you're tuning in, be through prayer, a blog, or even a podcast, any medium in which you are actively countering darkness and bringing light and joy into the world is being active in purpose. And so when I think about this conversation of facilitating what purpose means, what does it mean to be alive on purpose? I want to take time to discuss what's shifting the narrative around what purpose is and what that looks like so that we are not waiting for a specific destination or a specific look and end up miscarrying our destiny in a way. Our lives are purpose, guys. Our breath is purpose. Our walk is purpose. And I believe that the sooner um, people, especially young women in my generation who are searching for identity, figure this out and stop looking for purpose in a career or in a man or in an industry or in a business, that we can actually start being people that we like and being the people that we want to see in this world. So Latoya, my question would be, what, what does purpose mean to you? Because I feel like when we say like, okay, like what's my purpose in this world? Like, why am I here? It's too broad. Like, it's too broad. And I feel that when we don't put a specific definition on it, like people end up falling through the cracks. So what does pur- what, what is purpose? So purpose to me is the theme of your life. It is the sum of your irritations. It is the sum of the things that inspire you. It is the sum of the three things that people would say about you if I surveyed them. It is who you act to be. And when I say act, I don't mean in a, in a, in a character kind of way. It is if I put you in a room next to five other people and you're wearing the exact same thing you're you're doing the exact same thing you have the exact same job title what makes you different Mm -hmm. 
if everything was exactly the same between you and five people, I mean, from the hair to the makeup to the to the pants, the shoes, what would make you different? What about your voice would be different than anybody else's? What about your movements would be different than anybody else's? What would make you stand out? Yes. And you can do that with any talent, any, you know, if you're dancers, if I put five dancers next to each other, what makes you a different dancer than the next person? What about you is unique? And that is purpose. It is your ability to nail that thing, to identify that thing, and to show that thing up in the earth every single day. So when you walk in Target, you're walking in as a superhero because you know this yes. one thing stands me apart. And if God ever needs this one thing in this one moment, I'm ready to activate. I'll be ready. Because I got it. Yes. <laughs> and if he ever needs that one thing while I'm, I'm grocery shopping, I'm, I'm ready to suit up. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm and ready that, to activate. That, that inspiration that when the world, you get shot by George Floyd and the baby gets shot, is when the world is chaotic. You say, God, call me. You're, you're on your couch and you're bouncing back and forth because you like, call me, God, because I, I I know what I can do. Right. And you're waiting for the phone to ring because you're waiting for the opportunity to go in and do the one thing that you know is necessary, the one thing that you know is needed, and the one thing that you were created to do. And it's doing that as much as possible. And the more available you are, the more surrendered you are, the yes. more willing you are, the more the Batman signal signs. Ooh, that was so good. Y'all, did y'all catch? Y'all, free game is free game. The more surrendered you are, the more ready you are, the more the Batman the Batman signal will um sign. And I think that is so profound because when I was listening to her video, she was just saying that basically as people of faith, we be praying like, God, what are you going to do? Like all hell is breaking loose. Like it's crazy. Like, what are you going to do? And she said she heard heaven looking back at her. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to be of act? How are you going to be active in this world? And I think it's so important because God didn't put us here to play. We're here mission minded. We're here on a purpose. And so if I'm in target and someone is in need, how can I be positioned and aligned in such a way that God can tell me exactly what she needs and I'll be willing and ready to activate. Like you said, this is shifting the narrative of being alive on purpose. Everything I do is purpose. Everything I do is leaving legacy. If I got to fix my mom breakfast, like that humility is, it's being active and alive on purpose. Yeah. And I, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, and I was going to say that, and, and, and here's the, the cool part. There's so many other words that come into that. You mentioned destiny. Mm-hmm. Destiny is where you're headed. So when you have those big, humongous dreams, like, oh, my God, I want to be the TikTok star, and you feel in every ounce of your bone, great. But what makes you different? Yeah. Right? And so that's mm-hmm. destiny. And then you have vision. Because vision tells you what you're going to do. Like, you may want to write a book or start a nonprofit or, you know, go to Juilliard. Those are visions. All of it is necessary for you to have, but you have to know when you show up at the door of TikTok, when you show up, excuse me, at the door of Juilliard, when you show up at the door of the book, what makes your voice come alive? Who are you and how is God using your Batman signal in that work? And that's the part we miss. We just show up at the book and we're like, all right, I'm going to write a book. And then it flops and now you're mad. 
<laughs> because you never activate it. You have to activate. You have to activate every morning. You have to go in your closet. You have to activate. And you have to go out in the world activated with intention, with pure thoughts, with surrenderance in order to nail it every single time. I think that's just gold. I just think that is gold going out into the world and being activated. And um, something that I want to bring up that's so important is for all my young people, like it takes time. Like, you know, I know some people may become discouraged when uh, at the thought of like going out into the world activated. And um, I just feel that as we develop and as we grow, like we're just going to become more equipped and more ready to be who we need to be in this this world. I love how you described purpose, destiny and vision in three different areas because I know for somebody like myself and even a lot of my friends like we we got the purpose down like or or we think we got the purpose down we know who we are we do the meditations like we're act we're activating in our purpose on a daily basis but we don't understand the difference between destiny where we're headed and vision and I think that sometimes we can get discouraged or lost thinking that they're a three and one when they're actually three different things. Could you maybe speak to that a little bit? Yeah, they're actually like six words. Okay. Um, Purpose purpose is one, destiny is two, where you're going. Um, Vision is how you're going to get there, right? It's the the train, right? And that vision can change, right? You can be doing something for this season. That's another word, season. Season is the timing. So you have to know the timing. So seasons speak very loud. So you may have um, a situation where you're sitting on the couch and the season is like, be patient. Mm-hmm. Or the season is like, don't be afraid. Or the season wow. says, go for it, leap, jump, I got you. Seasons speak very loud. And sometimes seasons speak through correction of other people. You may have a friend call you like, I don't want to be your friend no more because you're just too much. Wow. And the season is telling you, accept yourself, love yourself be yourself it's okay so sometimes the seasons come to correction and you have to really listen and say well, this is, well, well, what else is this then there's assignments assignments are things like the target one i just talked about or the grocery store opportunity or cooking your mom breakfast like you just mentioned there's assignments on the earth and sometimes we miss the assignment because we're so busy Ooh. trying to you know do other stuff so again they all work together purpose again is how you show up so while doing the assignment who are you while writing the vision who are you while in the season who are you becoming while going and headed towards destiny who are you becoming and the best way i don't know how much time we have Raven, but the best way i can explain it is through the father the son and the holy spirit yeah okay so the father's purpose is god the father if you look at everything in the Bible, everything that God the Father did was around creation. Mm-hmm. Everything he did, he created, right? From day one, he came out creating. <laughs> um, he even was so, so, so adamant about creation that when you start reading the Old Testament, there's so much detail in there about how he told other people to create things like the Noah's Ark or garments or lay things on the altar. He had measurements in the Old Testament because he was so adamant about creation, so stuck on it. Then Jesus came, right? Jesus' purpose was never to create. 
I don't think I can, I can see one scripture in the Bible where Jesus created anything. Wow. Rather, Jesus took what already existed and he transformed it, right? Water into wine. The fish and five loaves of burnt bread into feeding the, the masses. He transformed our hearts from dirty into purity. Right? He gave us salvation from, from us being sinners. So he took everything that was already there on earth, physical, physically there, wood, and he made different things. He was a carpenter, right? And he transformed it, illuminated it, expanded it. Holy Spirit is easy because God gives it to us. The Holy Spirit's purpose is to comfort. Wow. Right? So if you look at that 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 kind of example, they everywhere they went, they did the same thing. Three people in a trinity all operating differently. Three people in the trinity is one, all doing different things. What is destiny? Well, Jesus' destiny was easy, right? To die on the cross. What were his assignments? Well, everything he visited, you know, uh, the pool of uh, Bethesda. Uh, Lazarus, Mary and Martha, those were all assignments. The woman at the well, those were all assignments. What was his vision? His vision was for us to be saved and healed and delivered. Right? Yeah. So use Christ as the example. Follow his lead. And then translate from there. Wow. Toya, I think that is an excellent place to close it. We go end it on Jesus. Follow his lead. Amen. <laughs> um, thank you so, so, so much for being here with us today, sharing your wisdom, sharing your light. Um, I hope you guys took something from this episode. If you guys are here for the prize giveaway word, it is battle once again. And let's thank Latoya for being on here. Woo! All right. Love you guys. Have a nice day.